Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's. What's up, L'Oreal? Hey, Eva, what's going on, girl? Girl, you got the glow, baby. You got the, I just want to touch you. I want to rub on you like the Apollo log. You the one that got the glow over there. Please. I'm still. Summer is looking <laughs> good on you, sis. You too, girl. But um, <laughs> it's not really shining on everybody right now. Oh, the summer, man. The summer getting real spicy. Word on the curb is R. Kelly is engaged to Jocelyn or Joycelyn, however you would like to pronounce mm-hmm. this young lady's name, Savage. Dummy. And I don't know if you saw, but Doja Cat slams Stranger Things star Noah Chapin for sharing DMs. Should you share DMs? Is it a mm. secret? We're going to talk about it. And the one and only Method Man humbles himself and he apologizes to Beyonce, Kelly, and Michelle, all the destinies of children. We're going <laughs> to let you know what happened there. And allegedly, now this was one of the craziest stories I heard all week. A threesome led to a 60-person brawl no. on a cruise ship, girl. That's crazy. Yes. And <laughs> it'll go down in my DMs like it always does, especially because this is vacation time. So, yes. you know. Uh, because because you're looking good, Lau. You're looking real good. We forgot a little while, Eva. I think they stepped out their face a couple times or two. Yeah. But our final question to address, a little bit of this happened. First of all, let's try this, homeboy. In what world, even if you did have the courage to shoot your shot, did you think I was even interested in you in that fashion? Uh-oh. It's going down, Damn. y'all. This is going to be a good episode. Y'all make sure y'all uh, keep it locked with us because it's going to get crazy. Now, speaking of crazy, before we get it all the way into it, parents, be ready. I know it's summertime. We feeling good. Got our feet kicked up. But the first day of school is right around the corner. But do not worry because Macy's has the outfits and the brands like Levi's, Free People, and Mango. They are so good that the kids will want to do what we used to do back in the day, L'Oreal. What's and that? lay them things out on the bed or on that chair before the night before the first what day of school. What you mean back in the day? I just did that last night for my outfit, for my clothes. My that part. <laughs> no first day of school is complete without that backpack. I, if you're a one-strapper or two-strapper, it mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You need the fresh new backpack and you need the new kicks. Macy's has all the brands you like. If you're a hippie like me, you want Birkenstocks, or if you fly like L'Oreal and you sliding in your Nikes, whatever you need, Macy's has it. Go cop that. Now, I know the kids are a little upset because they like, damn, back to school already, Mm -hmm. but the parents is happy. And some of the kids are even heading to college. So you could get dorm essentials like bedding, beauty blenders for makeup savvy, the, uh, you know, the fly ones that's in mm-hmm. college, they better keep it down, though, because they there to learn. They're right. not there to look cute. That's what they told you us, right? cute and learn at the same oh, time, okay. collegiate-bound students. Okay, so we could do that. You can also stay fit with Fitbits to make good use of the campus gym at Macy's.com yes. slash back to school. That's Macy's.com slash back to school because it's time to get your learning on. You got to get your mind right. Why not do it with Macy's? Exactly. And the Fitbit is so perfect because, you know, I remember in college that, that, that freshman 15, that thing is real. 
Really? That freshman 15 is real. It's something about being in that cafeteria and having a meal plan and just studying in those late hours. So a Fitbit from Macy's is actually a super dope graduation gift or sending your kid off to college just to keep them on target. Or if your kid struggled with weight while they were in high school, it's a great right. way for them to stay on track with mommy and daddy not there. Mm-hmm, because you know they eating bad pizza and all that you stuff. You already know. Speaking <laughs> of mommy and daddy not there, we got to slide into this first topic. R. Kelly has been you all shady. across of the you headlines. Shady. You shady for that. <laughs> you shady for that. Mama was around, too, sometimes, and was coaching. Listen, let's get into this segue. So <laughs> earlier this month, Robert Sylvester Kelly found himself again in the headlines as he was sentenced to 30 years in prison. Ooh. We're talking about bedtime, y'all. Not, you know, not a regular time. He wants to serve 26 to 27 years of this 30-year sentence on sex trafficking charges with more charges still pending. Now, Joycelyn Savage's parents released a statement hoping that the sentence would mean that their estranged daughter would finally come home. Unfortunately, mm. that wasn't the case. Joycelyn sent a letter to the judge and identified herself as you get ready. Get ready. Okay. Or Kelly's fiance. Girl, shut your ass up. You're his prisoner and he's in jail. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, how did how does this wedding go? Isn't she a part of the court case? She's a victim. Does she not notice? She actually pleaded, girl, for his leniency and insisted that he she was wrongly been portrayed as a victim. She says she's not a victim. She wrote, he is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Oh, we have a no. very special connection and are deeply in love. I still support Robert to this day because I love him and will always be there to support him. Now, her parents say, Mama, you brainwashed. She's brainwashed. She wants to be, they wanted to be very clear that this is not their daughter speaking, but a brainwashed person. Now, she went on to end her letter saying, he's a great man with a great heart and deserves to be home with his loved ones who are ready to support him, no. which he doesn't realize he is being supported in jail right now by those loved ones. That That's about as far as the support is going to go. But how do you feel about the conviction? Because we have not really talked about it. Okay. And how do you feel about this engagement, girl? I, it's crazy that they got him on sex trafficking and racketeering charges because that's not what I thought R. Kelly was guilty of doing. So when they say the 30 years for that, that does throw me off a little bit because I thought like this was him beating on these women and like holding them hostage and doing all that that's stuff. sex but, trafficking. Hey, but this is what I'm saying. Hey, I'll take it how I could get it. Whatever way he going to be locked up is how he going to be locked up. 30 years is fair. 30 years is fair, and I don't know what he has on Jocelyn, but it must be bad. Because I mean, what can be worse than what we already know, right? Like, what we something. already know is absolutely disgusting and deplorable. So, what more could be held as ransom or as a, you know what I'm saying? Video. You know what I mean? But I that's going to come out in the court case. You I know mean, they have but, all but of the videos. They're not, we're not going to get to watch those, not get to, but you get what I'm saying? We're not going to see. But we them. are because um, the other case that's pending, there are hundreds of hard drives and computers that have footage. Right. But if they're underage, that's something that they're not going to be able to uh, 
release anyway. But so, they're going to be able to look at it for the court case and be able to find him guilty or not guilty. So it's still going to be under scrutiny as far as the public being able to see it. That'll be a difference. But I mean, we didn't see everything in the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case either because some things are left out of the court. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? We don't really know the real story. When I read the other day that a mother was coaching her 17-year-old daughter on how to sleep with R. Kelly, saying that she needs to hurry up and get pregnant before somebody else does by him like when you hear those stories and a mother could do that to their daughter i can only imagine what this nasty man has on this woman this man gonna be in jail for the rest of his life Why as, he, as he deserves to yeah. that is disgusting this literally makes my stomach turn let's talk about doja cat because my my stomach is not okay so. well doja cat rubs a lot of people the wrong way and this time she got put a little bit on blast so this time you know doja she's 26 years old oh, she a baby and, well no, this guy is a baby. And that's uh, Noah. How you say his last name? Chapping, snapping, whatever. Now He's 17 years old. Oh. Now he plays Will Bear in the uh, hit Netflix show, Stranger Things. You know, that's a big show right now. Yes. I haven't got to see the last season because we've been busy working. You've been yes, filming. So I didn't get a chance, but I did hear much about it. Now she did slide in his DM only to ask him to help her get hooked up with his co-star. Oh, his not co him. Yeah, his co-star is older, but that's still weird to slide into a kid's DM to tell you to hook you up with a grown man. Yeah, but no. If if he was she, she was trying to highlight the seventeen year old. So how old is the co star? Let's go. So the co star is twenty nine. So why she didn't just slide okay. in his DM is beyond me. But uh, apparently he plays Eddie Munson and uh, Doja DM Noah and said, "Could you tell Joseph to hit me up?" Wait, no. Does he have a girlfriend? Okay. That's super childish. I, I'm sorry. I love Doja Cat, but like, what the hell are you doing? Noah responded and he said, "LMAO, slide into his DM." Ah. So she acclaimed that she couldn't find his official account. So he sent over the link. Now, earlier on, she had tweeted, Joseph Quinn is fine as ish. Then the new season dropped. So people were aware that she was crushing on him. So okay. things were left when uh, Noah jokingly posted their DM. And it's uh, a now deleted TikTok video that has over 30 million Ooh. fans on his what? TikTok. Now, Doja goes live and blasted him, saying, I think that, to be fair, first, let's chill about it. And she said, like, Noah is a kid, but I don't even know how old he is. But there's no way he's over 21. But when you're that young, you make mistakes. Then she added, unbelievably socially unaware and whack. So he posted up the DM that she asked to be hooked up with. And she got mad about the whole situation. Now, in addition, she said, maybe he is like a whole snake, but I didn't see him that way. I made an assumption that he was going to be chill about it. And he went and shared the information. I didn't feel comfortable with him sharing. Now, she said she felt violated having her private message exposed. Now, has anybody ever exposed a DM that you sent to them and shared with other people like on social media or something? Yeah, like we that? do it every week. It call, it's called It Goes Down in L'Oreal's DM. Yes, what you're I not going to do is DM me and expect that what you said is going to stay in confidence. That's why you don't send text message. You make a phone call. Mm. If you send a DM, expect that it will be seen. Consider it a message to your mama. You know, if you tell your mama something, the whole family know. Yeah. It's like that. Like a DM. Mm. Because first of all, it is still on a social media platform, even though okay. within that one folder, it's still on social media. Anything can be hacked. Okay. And 
You can't trust everything. If she felt like she could trust everything, she would have just slid into the unofficial accounts of the other guy, right? She had to go through all of these lengths to make sure because she wanted it to be something that was kept in confidence, which you're allowed to do, but that's called a text message, sis. My thing is you took grown-up business to a child and expected him to act like a (laughs) grown-up. Like, that's where I'm just lost. Like, that's why you don't talk to kids about no kind of, like, that's a separate grown folk business, like your it's mama grown said. Grown folk business, like I don't even know. He shouldn't even be having. He probably is having sex, of course, at seventeen. But like, I, it's a lot of seventeen-year-olds that's not even uh, in relationships yet because they focused on school. But this is a Hollywood seventeen. Let's just go ahead and qualify this. This is a, not a regular seventeen. This is a young star who has been doing this for a while. He's currently a star of a hit show that has been. You know a who's seventeen? Marseille Martin. But her and mama done played in reindeer games. This and she's is laughed. what I'm saying. I couldn't never imagine hitting her up and being like, yo, hook me up with Anthony Anderson. That's just hella weird. But she approaches different. She approaches different. Stranger Things is a show that started a few years ago, but it is huge. It is the most viewed show on Netflix And you can find the star of the show on Instagram. (laughs) You was able to find a white supremacist group to go on there and troll, but you couldn't find a star of Stranger Things on Instagram? All you got to do is put his name and put IG. Like, what you better do is um, what they used to do back in the day. That's what you you pay your agents. I know I just sent out some commissions. We paid them a lot of money. Make them get to working. Go to an event that he is at or something that he's hosting or something in the city that, you know what I mean? You're giving stalker. What is happening? No. Okay. But this isn't stalker. Calling a 17-year-old child to do your hookup is not. I think she's totally wrong. I Well, you know what? One time I was being grimy, right? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, per- I was being purposely grimy and I reached out to somebody and um, he definitely screenshotted my messages. And I did it to be spiteful and funny, but it ended up backfiring on me, right? So he knew that I was trying to be spiteful and funny, screenshotted uh-huh. it and sent my message. But. So I was like this. I owned it. I was like, yeah, I did send that. But I'm, sh- I'm sure you did, Lori. Yeah, you know That's how I, love I you. am. You know how I am. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, well, you caught me. Uh, yeah, I was trying to be grimy. I told my I told my ex at the time or whatever, because that's who I was really trying to violate through doing that. So then he's like, oh, now you look whack for doing it. So I'm like, right, maybe I do. Right. So I just let it go. So why did I run into the person? I had never seen this person in my life. I ran into the person a week later, mad random, no. going into a store. I promise you. He was copping a plea. He like, yo, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Like, can I take you out? I was like, get out of my face. No. Never. So ultimately, like, it ended up backfiring on him. Oh, him. Because you kept it a buck. Yeah, but I do think the shadiest, wackest thing is the screenshot but not if you're 17, then that's normal. Right. As I'm saying, if you're 17, no. And so, you know, it's all about the rules of engagement. I don't I don't engage in 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 combat with people that are not geared up, ready to go to combat. Like you yeah. leave those people to the side. So if you want to play in an adult game of dating, then you know, play with adults. But now you beefing with a whole 17-year-old kid and you look crazy because not only is the person not you done shot your shot and missed. It was a, what's it called? An air ball. She got an air ball. She got embarrassed. She got passed up on. And a 17-year-old just played you. And all of the fans, because, you know, them 17-year-olds go super hard. 
Yeah. Speaking of being played, I got to talk about this Method Man situation with the Children's of Destiny. Hello. So Method Man recently was a guest on the My Expert Opinion podcast, and okay. he talked about many things, including having anxiety, which believe me, I can I can um, relate to. Yeah. Not wanting to do interviews. Neither of us can relate to those. Depression. Sometimes I don't want to do, I don't want to interview y'all sometimes. Exactly. Just, just the nasty attitudes. Not the ones that's dope. The ones but still, we, we understand the feeling, right? Yeah. He talked about depression, mm -hmm. which is something we love to talk about on the Undressing Room podcast, addressing mental health and the truths about that. He explained in one interaction he had with Destiny's Child, he was at a Janet Jackson event, and this is what happened. I just came off stage, and uh, I see the girls. I go over to say hi to them. And when I said hi, they didn't even turn around and acknowledge me. Now, my ass in my head with my low self-esteem is like, oh, they just it on me. Afterwards, Rockwiler, he was going to do the Bootylicious song for him. Mm -hmm. He comes over. He's talking to him. He's like, oh, y'all know Red and Meth? And they put their hands out to shake. And I kept my hand here and was like, go ahead with that Hollywood. <laughs> to this day, that hurt my heart because neither Kelly, Beyonce, or Michelle ever did any thing to me. But me being so miserable and in that moment, I felt like they wasn't treating me the way I should have been treated. Who am I to think that about these girls? And it was not about me. It was about Janet Jackson. And to this day, man, like, I, I don't think I've ever apologized for that. I apologized to Beyonce. I apologized to Kelly Rowland and Michelle. Y'all did not deserve that at all. Wow. That is a lot. Okay. Now, for me, despite how, if you're a fan of, of, of uh, Met the Man's music or anything like that, I think it takes a very real man to, and, and, and a lot of humble pie to come mm. out and to apologize, especially when something could be forgotten and just washed under the bridge. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's one thing when you do something publicly and you're like, okay, I got to apologize publicly like Kevin Hart did with his wife. He's like, look. I embarrass you publicly. I'm going to get this back to you in the same form. Mm -hmm. But in this, social media wasn't prevalent. Like, no one knew about this. No one spoke about this outside of most likely the girls that were involved. And to know Beyonce, so no, she's a class act. Her daddy taught her well. She's not, she, yeah. she ain't studying him. Her so, mama but, taught her well. Her mama taught her well, her dad. Yeah. But I don't ever want to take anything <laughs> away from Matthew because Matthew worked real hard. I got to give it to both of them, though. We give can't it to Mama it Tina, too. Mama Tina <laughs> taught them how to be classy. That's but right. there's something about growing in life and maturing in life and you can't forget your past. I think the highlighting of where you did mess up mm -hmm. comes more into play when you are trying to do better with yourself and with others. So, you know, my hat goes off to him. Shout out to him for even humbling himself in that moment. And this is most likely 10, 15 years ago. And this is an apology long overdue. I think yeah. this is a, a, a dope, dope look. What do you think about this situation? You think they would be in Hollywood? You think that um, they didn't hear him at all? And he was just... It's possible that they ignored him. <laughs> it's possible that they ignored him. And the only reason why I say that is because I've watched so many interviews from uh, Beyonce, Destiny's Child, and, like, I watch a lot of interviews all the time. And I do remember a case where they would speak on, like, the older guys in the industry that would try to hit on them and things like that. And that just kind of felt like, you know, they were entitled to, because they were somebody or they were around that, 
you know, they should have treated them a certain Mm -hmm. kind of way. So maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. But the fact that he sent that olive branch out there just shows that he's grown as mm-hmm. a man, I can only imagine Method Man, what we're forgetting, comes from Wu-Tang, which uh, Wu-Tang, we talking about ODB, we talking about Raekwon, we talking about Wu-Tang Ghostface. for the children. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, we talking about <laughs> some hood dudes. So it could have been a point where they were just disrespectful to women if they really wanted to be because they were at a point on top of the world. So if yep. you are feeling like, and Method Man was that man, let's think about it like, he was my favorite. I don't know about yours. The one. Yes. Listen, even with yes. the cornrows, having All of the that. eye thing that he did, it, it was he was sexy now. So All if I met the man and I'm the flyest from the biggest group that we ever, rap group that we, we've we ever seen, I might have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the fact that, again, like he's still You made a big point that. with that, though, because back then they were prey. These girls were young girls that definitely had something and was climbing the ladder. And yeah. anything and everything could be a distraction and a deterrent. And I think they got it in their heads early on. They're definitely ladies. They definitely were going through hormonal things and like men. But there is absolutely a time and place for everything. And I think they learned that when they're out at these events and when they're at war shows and performing, since you at work, this ain't yeah. the time to holler. And they they move accordingly to this day. And people love to say they used to date Beyonce. Everybody has linked. I used to date Beyonce. I used to date Beyonce. You <laughs> know what I mean? Go I'm talking about like Case, Jagged Edge uh, brothers, the twins. Like there's been uh, Marcus Houston. Like there's been a few people that I've spoken out and they're all significantly older than mm-hmm. uh, I remember coming up in the industry my damn self. I'm 16 years old. 17 years old and these grown ass men were definitely trying to shoot their shot. And it was Nibia talks about it all the time about how when she was young in this business, people absolutely knew her age, but these men didn't care. And so, you know, I think and look what you said, 17 and industry age. So when they looked at me as a 17, well, she get because she's an industry 17. And it's like, why am I, why are these 30 year old men really throwing themselves at me? And then at a point in time, you do end up talking to somebody along the line, right? But then now I'm grown and I'm, um, you know what I mean? I'm saying mm-hmm. like, what the hell? And I still see, I'm like, yo, you was low key like a pedophile. Like, why was you talking to me when I was? Um, no, that's high key. Yeah, high key a pedophile. So I'm still looking at these same guys. And oh, furthermore, and I wanted to bring this up really quick because I know we got to move on. But I think about this too. Like, so what about the guys that like was around me when I was 16, 17 years old? And I get, I'm a grown ass woman now, but they're putting the hard eyes underneath my pictures and things mm-hmm. like that. And I just look like, yo, was he, he had to have been looking at me the whole time. Yeah, yeah. it definitely makes you. Right. Even though we're both grown, you may be in your 50s now. I'm in my early 30s. Okay, that's a little weird. What were you doing? It makes you uncomfortable. You're listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the undressing room. Let's talk about a menage trase. That's not Mickey menage. Let's talk about it. Trio. Okay, well, things got a little bit spicy or a little bit more than spicy on a cruise ship. Now, there was an alleged threesome that led to a 60 
person brawl on this cruise ship. Now, uh, obviously, we know the cruises are picking back up because mm -hmm. COVID cases have been going down. So we see that with traveling in general, people are being very testy. It's a lot of emotions rising. Flights are being delayed. This was aboard the Carnival Magic. Uh -huh. There was a massive brawl that started, and it was allegations of cheating tied to it. Now, according Ooh. to a passenger who was giving up all the tea and <laughs> shared a video of the fight, the witness said they saw the fight through their cabin door. Now, the fight started after a threesome when one person's significant other found out what happened. So somebody ain't know about what was going down and this ship, right? Well, the fight lasted a whole damn hour, Eva. What? An hour long fight. Gloria, went, where do you find these stories? Like, listen, okay. <laughs> it was on the news. It went through the whole entire ship. They started from like the first floor and it ended up on like the fifth. It was crazy. Yes, yeah, 60 people ended up getting involved. Bottles was thrown. Eventually they ended up, look, the security couldn't even handle the fight. They ended up uh -huh. having to involve the Coast Guard into the situation. You lying. And guess where it was going? Where? New York City. Right? Like, you know <laughs> That's why you got the story. It was your friend. Yeah, it was. I knew them. They, they, I don't know why they, they always doing this freaky stuff. Anyway, you know, the police was waiting for them when they got off the ship. So it went from no. a nice vacation to an all-out brawl. Have you ever witnessed someone get caught cheating? Oh, I've seen the aftermath, yes. I witnessed a restaurant situation. I was hanging out with my friend and we were eating and we saw a couple and something was funny because I'm a people watcher and so I remember saying to my friend like do you think they on a first date or a second date because that 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 uh, behavior was giving me first date energy right mm -hmm. so we were literally just people watching and baby that girl was there with a guy but she had a girlfriend Ooh. And that girlfriend slid up in there and yanked up off that table and they was arguing and they went outside to argue. But I wanted to hear the argument so bad. The guy went to the bathroom and he came back and he ended up leaving. But it was like, I felt awkward for them. Mm. But I wouldn't involve myself in that fight. Right. You might so how did business. 60 people get involved? Like, have you ever seen anything like this? Yeah, because what happens, I have like not over cheating, but in the club. Because what happens is like, it'll be like one fight that breaks out and then they might bump it to the other person. The person like, yo, don't bump me. And then they jump into the fight just because they get hit by mistake. So they hit the person back and then the person jumps in. For That's you a hell of a domino effect. 60 people. No, one time I had to lock myself in the bathroom at this club because they were literally, it was a, a few of us locked ourselves in the bathroom because it got so scary like they were throwing bottles just everywhere tables bottles and it was just dangerous like it was bloody it was bad and i was just i didn't go to the club for a while after that because it was one way out new york chicago or la this was definitely new york again okay it was one of the three yeah so they got the throwing <laughs> bottles and you know once they throw bottles because this happened too think about it this happened in new york at another club where it was chris brown meek mill and remember that nba player lost his sight the one that used to be married to Eva um, Mendez, Tony Parker. What? Remember when he kind of lost his sight and they said that Drake, Chris Brown, I do remember that. I didn't realize that was Eva, yeah, Eva Mendez's husband. Yeah, wasn't they like engaged or they were together at one point in time? Eva, one of them. Okay. Eva. The, the Eva that ain't you, child. It ain't me. Yeah, the, the one that's that, the but Queensman. His, I, 
Yeah, I believe his name is Tony Parker, but um, he definitely lost like a little bit of sight. But those those could get dangerous. But once somebody hits you, you automatically join the fight. Think about it, because you're like, don't hit me. Psh, I'm gonna hit you too. And then sixty people fight. <laughs> what you say, what would you do? Hold on, hold on. What is what happens? Don't hit me. Psh. And then you get to fight. Because here's the thing. Think about it. If people are fighting, right, uh -huh. and, and you're standing there and a whole drink gets thrown on you, are you just going to eat that or are you going to get the shoving and pushing or throwing the drinks too? Well, let's start here. If a fight ensues, I'm moving away from the fight because the idea that something there could end up hitting me is very high. Like the probability, and I was, you know, I wasn't the biggest math girl, but I was a scholar in probability and statistics. AP, I took that in 11th grade. And something tells me if I'm standing around somebody with bottles, swinging hands, the bottle might hit me. I'm just saying. I've been in the middle of so many brawls where it's like, especially guys, I, I try to get out the way. That, some, that's my point. Now, I'm my homegirls be swinging and fighting. I'm like, I'm not fighting in this, these heels. And, no, I will um, thump. I will thump. But I have to feel motivated. Like, I'm not thumping just because you thumping. That's not happening. But I am gang gang. So if you look at somebody's side eye, I might punch them just because I nah, feel like that's where we're going. I've definitely jumped in fights. But okay. not when I got, like, the heels and the short dress and I think I'm about to be exposed that night. No. Nah, I want to nah, jump in. Nah. No, not one, but I have to because my friends are fighting. It's like, we shouldn't even be fighting. We grown, y'all. Yes. Okay, so we got to talk about something that's very exciting for me this week. What's that? Season two, All the Queen's Men is back in Woo! full effect. The preeminent streamer of Black content, the one and only Tyler Perry Studios, will reopen go. the doors of Madam's Club, Club Eden, the fictional home of the hottest and most central male exotic dancers in the country, All the Queen's Men, for season two on July the 14th. Now, that is the same day our podcast drops every that week is. on a Thursday. So this Thursday, you're going to get a double dose of me i am i love it so excited so Let me tell excited you something. do you know how dope it is that i like put on the tv i see eva for all the queens men i'm driving down the street i see billboards for all the queens men and it's one of my favorite shows I, so not only am i double excited because i'm about to have something to watch but it's also because my friend is yeah. starring in it. And uh, there's no more black girl magic than that. I'm really excited for you. I'm Shout out to the sisterhood. Yes. Thank you, friend. I can't wait for season three because I know that's coming next. And I know we we focus on season two right now. For those that haven't seen season one, we're dropping an episode every week on BET. Every Wednesday. What? 10, Hold 9 on. Central. Uh -uh. So uh -uh. Yes, it's going I'm down. for that. Now they just gonna get it on BET. Listen, but they late, sis. The new <laughs> season of All the Queen's Men is dropping exclusively on BET Plus. You can only get it right there. Now, I have to give a shout out to our creator. We've had him on the podcast before. Yes. Christian Keys. This entire Fire. show is based off of his popular book called Ladies Night. Mm -hmm. And it also serves, he serves as the writer of the series, and he plays one of the main character concierge, which is Madam's love interest. Mm -hmm. Season one, you witness myself, Marilyn Madam DeVille, with full swagger and fierce businesswoman who rules the lucrative male exotic nightclub industry. It's a And can dress her ass off, and Ooh. it's fly, and hair always on point, makeup always on point, and is a straight gangster. You are such my friend. You are so my <laughs> friend, because that is not even on a copy. I a love straight you. straight <laughs> gangster. I love it. And sometimes we know when Eva filming, because then she be trying to punk us, too. <laughs> 
But we got to be like, Eva, this ain't the show. No, you, just... you can tell I'm on a Christmas movie right now, right? <laughs> yeah, you mad happy. I want to I wanna do that. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. I need a bell. Exactly. So <laughs> if you watch season one, prepare because season two, we're going to pick up right where it left off. Me navigating this sexy yet dangerous world. And the question is, will she stay alive and ahead of the game? This is not for the faint of heart and it's not for the prude, but it's definitely one of those shows. The way the viewers saw all the Queen's men, it is getting a whole new spin this season. I new pot it. twists, new things going down. You know, Madam is out for vengeance as she tries Ooh. to find her money. Somebody took my money, son. I think it, I got a little bit of money in it, but is it, my, is it yours? Nah, I wouldn't never mess with you on that show. I don't want no problem. Mess with Madam Coins. You will be one of Madam Hitters, though. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, we could always hit up Christian and see, like, what's going on for season three. Because I So, I wanted to talk about some of the things that I thought were very, very dope on our show that you don't see a lot on television. A, okay. you don't see a black woman in this capacity as the lead of a show. Ever. This type of um, smarts, wit... Uh, grit, gangster, femininity, right. all of that across the board. And I don't know if you noticed, but Madam did not have a love interest, which is very rare for a woman in this business that sells bodies and sex for a living. Right. Right. So I worked really hard on trying to create character that was well-rounded, but was focused on business and business only. But the question for season two, L'Oreal, is will Madam entertain a love interest? You know good and damn well you got to now. <laughs> you can't be around all that uh, packages and then don't, you don't uh, get one delivered to you now. Listen, that's not- so that's one of the good questions because she might, um, you know, go ahead and join the Mile High Club. We shall see. But there are a few unanswered questions. So so you got Doc. He has a baby mama. It's drama. Yes. What will that unfold Ooh. to be? El Fuego has a blast from the past that he's going to take a wild ride with to the dark side. Now, you mm-hmm. know, El Fuego's the good guy, the tech guy. So we got to yes. see what's going on with that. And we find out a critical member of Midnight's Anatomy. Does it live or is it in God's waiting room? That is the question. I'm not going to lie. I learned a lot from that side of things. because, Really? Like, I, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I had a friend that um, she would say that her boyfriend had issues. And I'm like, girl, I, you know, I was younger. We were younger. So my first thing is, girl, he cheating. Like, there's, right. no, there's no way. And she's like, no, he's having issues. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's cheating. It's because he's sleeping with somebody else. But then when you hear these things, you know, I'm not a man, so I'm not really sure how that thing operates. I only know from what guys have told me mm. or whatever the case. So when it was open and honest about that side of the game, mm-hmm. it really did open my eyes to other things. Like, damn, I felt a little bad. Like, damn, maybe I had her thinking something that wasn't even true. Maybe he yep. really did have issues down there. Well, see, that's and, what's dope about you know? Christian, because when he wrote this, he didn't write this for the provocativeness of, you know... Uh, and scandalousness of sex in and of itself. He wanted to talk about what's not talked about when it comes to the exotic dance world, male and female, but specifically male, because you don't hear a lot, but there is so much that goes into it. So much that goes into it. So one of the largest cliffhangers, and it's the one person you have not yet heard me talk about, is my nephew, Amp. Amp is my world. And the end of season one, ends off on a cliffhanger and um, Madam accidentally 
shoots her nephew. The question is, does he survive? What does that look like if he does or doesn't? Um, the the new season is definitely starting off strong, spicy. Get ready, trigger on- happy. You got oh. a little trigger happy. Yeah, you know, whenever Madam is feeling <laughs> up, down, left, or right, a gun is absolutely involved. And <laughs> for all the loaded pistols, tune in on July fourteenth this Thursday. Two episodes from season two drops. After that, every week you get one episode. Appointment TV, come rock with your girl, Madam Deville. Let's go. Yeah. All I'm so excited. Go make sure y'all uh, scrape y'all coins together. It's not, it's not, you know, BET Plus. It ain't cheap. It ain't expensive neither. But you know what we're going to talk about real fast with BET Plus? BET Plus is a streaming platform by us for us. When it comes to the origination of the content, they are written by us. They are developed and produced by us and they are put on by us the actors the crew the everything so when you support i think it's a different appreciation when you know how hard we have worked in this industry to get to Mm -hmm. a place where we can have a home to call our home so now let's go and clean up and support our home rock with us over here on bc plus holla perry putting it down and you could tell all the men be naked because like eva took up that budget for that wardrobe because she be dressing (laughs) Listen, Tom, forehead to toe. You ain't ready for this season. It's- you might be my new crush this season. Let's you see. You been my crush, love. <laughs> you know that you been my crush, sis. I you call, I call you my girlfriend all the time. Well, it looked like uh, you might got to share me because there's some people that sliding inside of these <gasps> DMs and it's getting a little what crazy. What they say out this here. week? You know, it was vacation for us, so I was outside bathing suits and all. And uh, you looked that- good. The Thank blue you. one looked good. The black Thank one you. looked good. You Thank looked you. like. Like a whole meal, sis. I had a whole plan. Like, I knew I was going to make sure that I, I made some memorable moments, you know, while I was out on vacation. And it seems as though it got some people attention. One of these people, I actually, it's somebody that I actually used to deal with. So he slid into my DM. And Oh, you got a, what, repeat offender? What happened? got a repeat offender. And the crazy thing is I could have sworn he's in a situation. I'm not going to go deep into, obviously, names or anything like that. I would never, I'm not uh, going to doja cat anybody. Don't doja but, cat the baby. Get real stranger things around here. But I will share it a little bit. <laughs> I uh, hope all is well, and I'm glad you're doing good. I see you're out here trapping, trapping with all that cake. Oh. I hope you don't mind me texting you back to back. I got faith God is going to bring us together. Don't even worry about it and put a ring. Well, maybe he's not in a situation anymore. He's in a situation, and these guys ain't ish. These Hold dudes on. ain't okay. <sighs> Can you shoot your shot when you're in an estranged relationship? Because I, I'm assuming it's estranged. I'm assuming Why that is it's estranged. Because there's no way that things are all like on the up and up and someone does something like that. That's usually when things are on the out, but you still got one payment left on that one thing and you want her to make sure she make that payment. So <laughs> <laughs> if you want know. to make sure something is set up right afterward, I'm just saying Mm, I no. don't think so. No, Ooh. I really don't think so because I like what I saw. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, why is he DMing me? <laughs> like that, it was given at. So uh, okay, but, so new, you know, new God note. bless your relationship, though, sis and dude. Did you respond? Oh, it literally just happened. <gasps> oh, I was checking. God. Yeah, it literally just happened. So can we I, put a bullet in this one for next week so that when we come back, or like two, three weeks, so when we come back, we need to revisit him. 
he might have a bullet in him if she finds the uh the messages. Anyway, well, make sure um, she listens to this episode of the Unjustin <laughs> Podcast presented by Macy's. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so some DMs. All right, so I posted up a picture, but I made my caption, it's okay to be obsessed with me. This is a safe space, right? That's fair. So somebody said, I just knew you were referring to me. Obsessed sounds a little stalkerish. I don't know if I'm obsessed, but I am very infatuated. You have me fascinated by the sound of your voice, intrigued with what I think I know of your personality, and even more infatuated with your beauty. If nothing else, I would be honored just to call you at least a real friend. And now I see why the guys slide in your DMs. I like this one. He don't have a picture. Why do people shoot their shot with no picture? Why and then do a you private not find page? something positive, even if it's the most positive post? Because this could be a creepy old white man that's just trying to lure me to eat my legs. I don't know. Like, did you see that movie, Fresh? Yeah. Oh, God. Did you see that movie, Fresh, on Hulu? Yes, for you. Yes. I, that, think about it. That guy was Mr. Wonderful. She went on a date and woke up chained and her leg was chopped off and he was gnawing on it. Like, I don't, you got to be careful. Like, if I can't at least identify your face, like, who's going to respond to a picture of And if you could water? identify his face and he was fine, then what would our response be? Hi. It was the stalkerish <laughs> part that like got me feeling. It's a not, weird. listen. I'm starting to see a trend. Is it me? I mean, you the one they want, so it's definitely you. But my question is: Is there someone good enough for Lori Hill? That's the real question. Maybe I'm too picky. Well, you know. It's okay to be picky. I don't ever want you to change your standards, though okay. you might have different likes and desires as you get older and as you grow in life. But don't don't change you. You are exactly what you need to be. You are beautiful exactly how you come. And I think a lot of times we make a mistake of trying to change to attract only to realize we're not attracting who we need anyway because it's not the true and authentic us. So you Yeah, I actually have beef with you and I didn't even say anything because like I I did give somebody a chance and I like literally was so disappointed. You were disappointed in him or you're disappointed in yourself or both? I was disappointed that I listened to you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he shot his shot. I thought he was fine. We ended up talking. Uh We ended up going out, everything. Uh And I feel like he tried to love bomb me. We talked about this on other episodes. (gasps) But it was like, it was so bad. No, he tried to love bomb me. Like, I'm talking about, like, calling me all day. Not, like, even to the point where I couldn't sleep. Like, he's like, let's just go to sleep on the phone together. It was really, really bad. And then what happened? And then I feel like he love bombed me. Like, after we, like, kind of hung out, it's like we had, like, a little situation that Uh I didn't like how he was moving. And I guess he didn't like my reaction to it. Uh And it just literally, like, cut off. Okay, so y'all got in an argument and y'all decided not to talk no more. No, but then he'll still, it's so weird because he, like, would still reach out to me or like whenever, of course, whenever I stop speaking to him as mm-hmm. as a whole, then he comes back. It's like, I feel like he's the type of person that like needs a lot of attention. I don't have time for that. And God, like, uh, and also the attention is focused around him. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a focus around the relationship kind of thing. It's more like a cater to, to what I need you to do for me. And it's like, oh, boy, I'm a baby ahead. in the brain. 
That's what it gave. He like a little, very immature. Well, so, you know wrong what? person. How about that? I, okay. I gave the wrong chance person, to the wrong person. But still nice guy. But you know, a baby in the brain is kind of going around. I want y'all to hear this final question to undress Ooh. today because these men are out here playing reindeer games and it is not yet Christmas. Mm-hmm. Rapper D1 doesn't think that a man can genuinely be friends with a woman without an ulterior motive. Listen to this audio. Ladies, dudes are not trying to just be your friend, especially if you're attractive. Period. Point blank. A dude ain't just trying to be cool with you and just watch you fall into the arms of some other guy while he sits there as just like, go, go, go. I'm cheering you on from the sidelines. Oh, y'all look so cute together. Nah, that ain't happening. And if you're fooling yourself to think that, well, I hope that you start looking at your male friends differently as of today. That brother just hasn't felt comfortable enough yet to shoot his shot and to try to get at you. But, oh, he's plotting. Oh, he's waiting on that day. He's waiting on that opportunity. Oh, he's just working to build his confidence up. Mm, I can't stand that. Sir. I agree with him to a certain extent. Not everybody. But there are certain cases where you think that the man is your friend and he's really just waiting around for that moment where you give him an opportunity and a chance. Yeah, but that's a friend. That's I mean, that can go across the board. First of all, let's try this, homeboy. Nine times out of ten, you can shoot all the shots you want to. You would never and could never. So the best you could do is remain a friend and be supportive. I, You know what blows me is the, the confidence of these men. Oh my in, God. And what, like the ones that's in your DM. In what world, even if you did have the courage to shoot your shot, did you think I was even interested in you in that fashion? Because let's be very clear us ladies, as demure as we might try to put on and as classy as we are, we want what we want, we don't what we don't. And if we wanted you, you would have been known. So if you've been hanging around and I am available and you too are available and it just hasn't rounded itself out to a romance type of situation, mm-hmm. we're not looking at you like that, bro. So it doesn't matter how you looking at us because we don't look at you that way. And I agree with you. But like you said, the confidence on some of these dudes, and it usually is never the ones that you would think. Um, so I have two two really quick stories. So the one is I, I have a homeboy that I consider like family to me. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's family, you know, and I've we've been friends since I was young and I literally will call him family. And I promise you everything will be going good. And like, we'll be in a situation and he always makes things uncomfortable and we'll bring it back to, you know, we probably should have just been together. And it always makes it super weird because I'm like, why do you do this? Because we have such a great friendship. I made it clear to you that it's never going to happen. He has a girlfriend. She knows that he has a kind of a crush on me. And I'm like, yo, you're like my little cousin. Stop. Like, and and he just doesn't get it. And then the second thing is the other day I went out with friends and uh, my friend's boyfriend had his family there. And I guess once he set eyes on me or I got to talking, this guy, I don't know. It seems like he doesn't have a social media, one of those people. But like when he got the uh, the being around me, he fell in love. Girl, we sitting at the table. He trying to sit by me. He's Uh -uh. telling me. But look, I'm ignoring him, but I'm, I listen to everything. He like, they're like, are you leaving tomorrow? He's like, well, I think I might be extending my trip depending on what goes on here. Mind you, I never even gave this man a wink of an eye. I never looked his way. I never even spoke to him. That's then my point. I, look, I'm telling a story and the man goes, we go together now. I go, I already go together with somebody. Like, why would you even <laughs> 
Like, who are you? He says this at a table full of people. Like, what is wrong with you that you think he was not my type at all? But it's like the fact that he just sat there thinking because I was nice or was, was that you had Don't a Don't let this man gas, y'all gentlemen. Do not let him. Have you seen this new show called Snowflake on the Mountain? No. Is that a it's joke? No, it's oh. a new show. It's a reality show. It's hilarious. It's about these kids that are like spoiled and entitled and they get put out in the wilderness to kind of learn life That's skills funny. and things. Right? right. So there's this one guy who overfills himself and he's like, I'm going to holler at Devin because she's my type and she's spicy. So he does all this stuff. Meanwhile, sis never looks his way. I mean, never. That's so me. it just reaffirms your stories, the what I already know. And finally, this man's question, the idea that if she's attractive and he, I mean, even if you are attracted, let's start with the fact that women are attracted to men all the time and they would never shoot their shot or even give them a chance. Attraction has nothing to do with my motivation to actually date someone. Let's yeah, be clear. Like, come on. You don't even know nothing about the person half the damn time. You just going off of looks like, which is just, so whack, but I will say it works in some cases because remember Tina that Lawson would. and Richard Lawson, they remember they were friends and around each other for mad years and he ended up being able to get up in there. After see, Richard Lawson's my old acting coach in L.A., and he is a very debonair man, and um, he is very charming. And Tina Lawson yes, is drop-dead gorgeous. So the two of them, I could, I mean, it was literally written in the stars. It only but come on, sense. think about it. That is a, a long-haul friend zone. 20-something years. Yeah, so you maybe. Right. Maybe sometimes a person will give in and be like, wow, you know, the person that is the man of my dreams has been sitting in front of me the whole time. But it's not going to happen with me and my friend. No, no. It won't I just want him to know. Just your, your brother cousin. Cases. No. Yeah, my brother cousin, lover no. in his mind. Friend. No. <laughs> so, um, sir, rapper D one, you're wrong, and please do not advise men of this because they are going to end up getting smacked and disappointed a yeah. lot this Let summer down. if they Let listen down. to you. That's right. And now, you know what else they're listening to? What? The Undressing Room Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. Now log on to theundressingroompod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. But if they might have a final question, Eva, isn't there something they could do? Do what you do to L'Oreal. Slide up in our DM. Follow us on Instagram at The Undressing Room Podcast. DM us for your chance to be featured. I think we about to slide out of here. Let's slide out of here. But I'm going to slide in your DM too because I got something to talk about. Ooh, well, I'm going to slide my panties on. Yeah, and we're going to get up out of here. You snap my bra back on. You know I got big girls on. Let me pick these big girls up yeah, off the floor. Yeah, I'm over you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Ta-ta for now. Bye. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, even Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope-Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall-Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers. J.R. Davis and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. Content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheAddressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.